The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Casual Friday. Casual Friday. I swear, Casual Friday might turn into its own podcast. Uh, we got the homie Juan Perez chilling with us today. What's up? Representing 210 to Countdown City, San Antonio. Sass. Hey. Uh, we got DJ producer Big Rob in the building. Hola, everybody. How are you? And myself, Chingo Blingo, in the building. So, um, boy, we've been talking politics all day. Yeah. And we finished off the last episode talking about Stephen Pressfield and the War of Art. Yes. And you said you read some of that, Juan? Uh, I listened to the audiobook. I listened to the audiobook on that one and also the, the other one, the, the, the one after that. the Turning Pro? Pro. So I've Turning I Pro. listened to both of those. And I've listened to it like three or four times. So Yeah, really? dude, dude, I think that's great advice. Like, I almost feel like um, I definitely want more like comedians and in like music rappers and shit especially people that i know like mm-hmm. i want them to know the vocab and the lingo you know what i'm saying because um the some, st- like the stephen pressfield lingo like in terms of like from the book like for example if i tell someone if i tell someone like don't forget man you got to go pro mm-hmm. if they're like if they read the book already yeah then they might be like oh man my bad dog. i forgot man you're right i gotta stay on it versus like what the fuck does that mean? Right. And it's like, okay, there's this book, there's this dude, it's about this, kind of means that. So you took to it a lot then. Like, what did you, when you first read that part, the Turning Pro part especially? But even outside of that, like, it, it's cool, but, like, the thing that I liked about it is that I was going through a lot of the stuff in the book and then being able to now kind of identify, like, it was a lot easier. Because it, it's weird, because, like, when you're going through all the stuff, you're just like, oh, I just got to go through this. Like, this is, the, this is the part I'm in right now in my life. And then actually hearing that somebody else has already gone through it, and this is what it looks like, and this is how they navigate it, is like, oh, okay, cool. So, and then being able to recognize it without having to have too many of the pitfalls. Like, like it takes you... When you don't know how to identify something... It takes you longer yeah. to understand, like, uh-huh. oh, that's resistance. Yeah. Like, it's, like, you have to go through so many bad relationships before you're like, man, that's a toxic trait. I don't <laughs> you're like, like, man, this bitch the resistance. Yeah, yeah. When somebody could just tell you, hey, did you know that this is the part that you don't like about that person? And you're like, oh. And then you just, all right, as soon as I see that, I'm out. Rather than having to five relationships yeah. and just cut it down on two or whatever like you know what i mean like, so reading the book type of or listening to the book was more like it it settled with me where it was like oh everybody's okay, a lot of people that, gone through that's this. that okay cool that all right well then that's cool i see where i see where i'm at okay yeah especially the resistance like uh because everybody experiences it and it, it's so much more helpful to, to know oh the reason i don't feel like going to jujitsu class tonight is yeah. you know not because it's a little bit rainy or or whatever the excuse is, like chances are that's the resistance saying, "Hey, I'm the ego, and if this motherfucker stays on his path and keeps his shit together, there's no more need for me." Mm. So in a way, it's almost like that's the devil. I like how Juan took to it too, because when we were explaining it to him, he were like, "I feel like I've kind of already lived through this stuff, but it, I guess something else is kind of clicking as you listen to it more and more." Yeah, because it's just it 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 uh it kind of just puts it in perspective for me, like. 
like yeah i've gone through it and all that other stuff but being able to kind of just like oh okay there's just stuff that people go through all right cool but like i mean it's an extreme i mean i mean i've done the whole living in the car i've done the whole thing and and gone through that stuff so it's like okay cool so i can put into a perspective of like that was the that was part that i was in but like now i'm in this place because i'm i've been doing this like even the reward system type of thing too like when you sacrifice certain things it it like just knowing that that's kind of a concept of like uh how do i how do i say this like understanding that there is light at the end of the tunnel type of thing cuz like even even in there there's like uh if you listen to the muse like something always just happens positively because of the outcome mm-hmm. And that's been my experience with it, but I always thought, oh, that's just a coincidence, or maybe that's just a, like, I was just like, oh, that's that's cool, that happened. But, like, understanding, like, no, that happened because you went through this, mm-hmm. you showed and then up. this happened. You showed up, like, yeah. Oh. Especially in the creative arts, like music and shit like that, the concept of the muse, it's one of those things, bro, where it's kind of like, um, how do I explain it, dog? Like, like for example, las mamadas que se le ocurren a uno. Like, the crazy ideas. It's like, bro, how the fuck? Or even, like, on a sketch. Like, bro, when fucking, when you said that, that killed me. I don't know. Where where did that come from? Like, especially on some of these voiceovers, like Dragon Ball Z or whatever. Like, yeah. stuff we'd improvise. It's like, dude, what made you reference that? It's like, the muse, in a way. A little right? bit of weed. It's like, nah. <laughs> nah, I don't really give weed credit for shit like that. Sometimes, I guess it might quiet certain parts of your brain so that the creative ones can come to the surface mm-hmm. but uh see rob wouldn't know about that ah, uh, <laughs> let me know i'll bring my pipe next time i probably got a bong right in there oh, you forgot it oh fantastic i mean unfortunately you forgot it <laughs> let me, hey rob come on we're gonna have to do it especially casual friday dog we're gonna have to you're gonna have to catch some contact <laughs> well now there's no ceiling fan in here so you're gonna catch box. some contact <laughs> no shit that's yeah. what I was fearing, actually. I was like, there's no fan. There's no circulation in the studio. But I will say this, though. If somebody does have a low tolerance, this new age weed that's out. I hear that all the time. It doesn't make me, it doesn't make me want to do it anymore. No, I'm It's say- like another level. No, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, what I'm saying is, you're saying the same shit I'm saying. Because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, I hear that all the time. That doesn't make me want to do it. It's like, no, that's what I'm saying is you don't want to do this. Yeah. Man. No, you're fucking right. I don't want yeah. to. Uh, but also, I think that uh, for some people, believe it or not, I think the microdosing of the mushrooms is probably easier because it doesn't have like doesn't have the same psychedelic ish effect. It's not like a heroic dose, right? Like we were talking about, like, you take three, four, five grams of it, you're gonna fucking be on planet Mars. But with weed, if you could just take one hit of this shit, like nowadays, you'll you'll really be on another planet too. You can be, yeah. If you if you got a little resist. Um Dude, I I whited out one time from weed. Uh, had a white. Is they call a, a white out? out? Yeah. Like you went blank all the way. No, like I, my hard blood sugar dropped. dropped, and then you passed out. At, uh, damn near, pretty much. But like I my, saw I that happen. To, I, I saw pale. that happen to Joseph. But what you took? You took one big hit. Uh, I took an edible cookie oh, that was like, otra cosa, that's uh, totally different. Well, well, it was well, it was a little bit of both. So like it you was, smoked and ate it. There was a lot that happened. He's like, oh, he's like, be there was real. a lot that happened that day. There was, there was, was be real there. Yeah, right. There was a capsule that this girl made with actual like the weed butter. Stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we got. She that did at that, the and she she made that. But then she also had this cookie, and then there was a piece of a cookie. So I ate the piece of the cookie, and I was like, that's pretty good. Then I ate the other cookie, and she's like, you shouldn't have ate that. I was like, well, I mean, I would have shared, but I didn't know, and it just. 
Motherfuckers don't be following three hours directions, later. bro. No, for real. Three hours later, it was it was over. I'll tell you a high story, right? Since it's Casual Friday, <laughs> this is back when I had low lower uh, resistance. Oh, what was the word? Tolerance. 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 Fuck. Somebody right. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, reason why I don't. I'm we were in L.A. Oh, I was in L.A. And como se llama este vato? Rick Najera. I think he works for CBS now, but at the time, he would direct. And produce, he like ran out of theater, right? And then get a whole bunch of actors to memorize these characters and these monologues from this book that he had written, right? So he would put on these like all-star casts, like Chingo Bling as one of my characters that's in the book. One of the mo- He's doing one of the monologues. So he wrote it, but we're having to fucking act the shit out and make it funny. Mm. I was terrible at it. I am not good at taking somebody else's words and their script especially if we're not really sitting if you're not walking me through and we're not rehearsing you're not telling me like look bro this line you got to say it like this because this and you don't see that's the joke here you know so i i, I sucked comedically uh, I, or just in general you think because you killed the angel of death you know you said you there was no pre-show run or anything yeah no i went straight to the set boom i didn't even get to really like get any chemistry or camaraderie with the lead actor but no 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 what i'm Let me just tell you about this high story. (laughs) My point is I sucked in the play, Uh right? Because it's it's his idea of what's funny. It's some shit he wrote, right? And and at the times, I'm just like worried about not fucking up his words and make sure I memorize all his words and I'm there there Uh trying to promote some shit how he wants and it's just like I'm in my head and and I'm not getting the feedback from the audience. I'm not able to get... I wasn't doing stand-up yet, so I wasn't understanding even the timing of like, I really don't know what... You didn't know the inflections. You just were just, like trying to get. The I words. really didn't know yeah. what the, he wrote it. Mm-hmm. This ain't my. I don't know what the fuck this shit is. Anyway, no offense to him, but uh, I sucked because guess what? Um, somebody else did that same role and killed. Instead, Jacob Vargas. Jacob Vargas. Uh, you know, you know Jacob Vargas, right? Sounds He's in Sons of Anarchy, oh, the Mayans. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little Aztec warrior in mm-hmm. Friday. Anyway, so I'm in LA doing that, and. There were some other actors, right? Like, now you're kicking it with the actors. So there was this one dude, Cuban dude, who uh, I think he did some novelas or some shit. And then there was a couple female actresses that were on set. So I think he was trying to highlight one. And the other one was just the homegirl. Like, that's just a homegirl, whatever, right? And we're all kicking it at his place, little spot in L.A., and he, you know, he's trying to parlay with old girl, right? So, of course, he's like, oh, well, shit, y'all the plus two. Y'all just here to make her feel safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, just so it ain't no one. She don't want to seem like no hoe and be here by herself. So she brought a homegirl and Chingo here, and we all doing this project. You know, this is the com- camaraderie. So he busts out some, like, granddaddy purple OG Kush type shit. And this is, like, years ago where... You know, I guess that shit wasn't that commonplace and my tolerance wasn't up. So we're in his apartment and he and he's just like, lights that bitch up. I don't want to be like no square. So I'm hitting that bitch too when it comes my way. And it's me and a homie and a couple chicks or whatever. And I'm not... Peer tr- <laughs> pressure like a mother. I mean, you know, it's just kind of like, it's going around. Next thing you know, next thing you know, I kind of like, it's already gone. The joint went around a couple of times. Now I'm kind of looking at homegirl's face and I'm like, and she's just like... Like giggling and shit. And then I look at their face. I'm like, damn. I'm like, y'all hiding a motherfucker. And they're like, no, you're high. <laughs> you're high because you're noticing type of thing. And it's like, fuck, they're right. 
Dude, it was ridiculous. I went to like the restroom, washed my face. I'm looking in the mirror. I'm just like, fuck, dude. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like tripping balls. And then uh and then I guess I get the munchies and homegirl's like, oh, I'll make some pancakes so that like you can come down. Well, she put some weed in the pancakes. Oh, fuck you. But come to find out though, I don't think she did it right. Like I think you gotta do it a certain way to get yeah. it in the butter and then incorporate it. So it releases what it needs to release. Yeah. So I don't really think it was just like put put put. Who the fuck? Fucking grass in your pancake. Yeah, who put time? <laughs> Is this rosemary bitch? Is there oregano in here? What tastes like pizza? But long story short, bro, uh, me and homegirl, the, the homie, it's like. I forget where she was staying, but now she had to give me a ride to my hotel. Mm-hmm. This is funny. There's a payoff. There's a punchline coming. And so now we're like lost. I don't even think there was GPS and shit back then, right? We're like lost as fuck. She's not even from LA. I think, I forget. She was from like the outskirts, right? So we're both like, ah, uh, well, do you remember? Like, um, and she's like, wait, wait, okay. This is Sepulveda. That's La Cienega. Okay, I think if we, fuck, we got a U-turn. So we're just like trying to figure out where they put me up at long story short by then it's so late the next day we had to get up for rehearsals at the theater so she's like dude do you mind if i crash here and i'm just like that's fine whatever you can have the bed i'll sleep on the floor whatever next morning i hop in the shower because we were out late lost and everything else probably oh we probably got drive through and you know so it's just one of those mornings and now my phone's ringing it's the director trying to see where the fuck i'm at she answers my phone she's in the play Right? And all of a sudden, everybody thinking, we got some shit going on. And it's like, nah, man, no. this Come on, dog. This the homie. What the fuck? <laughs> so now we walk. She all giggly and shit. Like, I don't know if she's thinking I'm a prize or something. I'm, 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 a, I'm a notch on her belt type of thing. But like now we're walking in together the next day of rehearsal. It was like, oh. And I'm like, nah, man. We got lost. I was high. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have this any highs before I left GPS, out a couple of right? That's before GPS? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> phones weren't that smart. Like, why didn't you just GPS? I know, right? No, that's yeah. what I said. Like, we had the flip phone. Dog, like, <laughs> sm- phone, smartphones weren't even that smart back then. You had the Nokia brick phone? Yeah, that was before the Nokia. The Nokia brick phone hadn't even came out yet. Because I had that bitch, too. Played Snake The Chirp. The yeah, Chirp Chirp. school phone. Do you have any high stories like that? Just the black, uh, just the white house. The white house. That happened to my homie. Yeah. I didn't know. Was, I didn't know that was I didn't a thing. Know that was a thing, thing either. either, man. I had no I, idea. It was crazy because like you just you feel well. First, you get all the effects, and then you just feel like weak. Like oh, like you're gonna go to sleep. But then I got a little bit of water and hydrated a little bit, and I was like out of it like instantly, and then I threw up. When I did smoke, uh, all my all my weed stories had booze mixed into it, so it's like not a fair. Like it's probably it's the combination of the two things more though than the weed, right? You would say. Like, do, can you smoke and drink at the same time? Or do wait, you... wait, wait, wait. Back up. It's the combination of the two things at what? At once. Do it like getting high and drinking what a about lot. about it? That probably leads to a bad story or like one of those kind of stories. Um... It depends because I've been told if you smoke before you drink, it dulls a little bit of That's the effects what I of the thought. alcohol. Right. No, no. But if you drink before you smoke mm-hmm. it messes you up way more okay no never mind that's what i did that's what oh, yeah see that's that, that's the bad one so the last time i i smoked smoke was man dude honestly it's been like five years since i really hit it hard we were in austin as a matter of fact we were at one of the honored invitationals we were doing like a collab with the commentary and bmac was doing a seminar and he was one of the commentators that weekend too and we all hung out afterwards but like the bmac chief ban McCaffrey was he chiefing uh, no, B-Mac doesn't even drink. He doesn't oh, do anything. He, was he just, don't smoke at no, all? No, not oh, at all. Okay. Uh, so we're just hanging out, and 
you remember when pins were really popular, which turned out to be pretty bad for you. Like if you got really shitty ones that like uh, the oils would like yeah. coat your lungs and shit. The weed pins. The weed pins. So let me ask you this. When you did have a bad one and it did coat your lungs, what were the side effects? What no, I didn't, I didn't have that happen, but I'm saying... When's one, someone? Oh, like what are the symptoms? I think you just had to go, like, you might have had to go to the emergency room because you couldn't breathe. They had to put you, like, on a like, Okay, because that's why I quit fucking with pins because I always felt like, uh, this yeah, can't be good. Somebody could mess with it. Yeah. But anyway... No, not, not somebody mess with it. Like, like what he said, like, there's a battery, you, there's a mechanism mm-hmm. that you're, you're sucking in an electrical... Yeah. And heated element thing. element right and then the the oils some if you had really cheap bad oils that weren't made well it would Leak. coat your lungs with like some kind of it's some bullshit film yeah so that's what you meant some bullshit oil yeah bullshit oil but this was also the number the dabs like you would get the wax remember bro <laughs> i've never done that no that no. shit so we were hitting the fucking wax right so you were a newbie hitting wax <laughs> And you don't want to smoke regular what weed? What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> Didn't follow the instructions. But you, you don't even a, want to get regular so some, weed now. So somebody offered you dab. Yeah. And then you're like, sure. Yes. You didn't, nobody told you like, you well, know, you know no, what this is? No, I mean, is? I was aware, but like, I didn't. You didn't I, know if it was that much more power? Yeah, you know, like, I'd sm- I, I, would, I had smoked and I smoked, but like, I hadn't done a dab before. You ain't do the booger. They didn't do, it was a big, it was looked like a fucking honey, like you take it out of a fucking honey uh, bee fucking pot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd already been drinking, we had done the, we did the event, we were drinking, and then we are going to go out and stick shit with the people that were at the event, and then like, ah, oh, you want some of this dab? Yeah, sure, why not? When I got in the Uber, I felt like Austin was moving with me. Like, I felt like I was fucking on another planet. Long story short. Oh, yeah. You hit the dab, bro. No. Long story short, we go out and we have a good time. When we get back, the Uber, I remember the Uber dropping us back off at the fucking Red Roof Inn or wherever they put us up. And then just waking up the next morning. And I wake up in a panic like, oh, my God, where am I, right? We're back at the hotel. First thing I do, look for my phone. I can't find my phone. I fucking start freaking out immediately. I get up, fucking everything's still spinning. I look under the, I look under my pillow. I look, I fucking my bag, not, not there. I don't have my phone. I get my buddy's phone and I, I log into Google or find my iPhone or whatever. It's pinged like a mile away from the hotel. I'm like, dude, get up. I, I got to get my phone. It says that it's like a mile away. We go to where the, the, the fucking find my iPhone said it was. And it was just like a residential area. So I'm like, maybe it's in the mailbox. Maybe it's in the bushes. I'm going through people's fucking trash cans and mailboxes. And then like I, with his phone, I'm like trying to guide me. Like, where am I going? I go to the house where the pin is on because the pin was kind of moving for some reason. Okay. I knock on the door. This lady opens the door and she just kind of like peeks out. And I was like, hey, sounds weird. Uh, it says my iPhone is in your house. She's like, uh, there's no iPhone here. And she just slams the door like she should have, obviously. I leave, we go back to the hotel. I open up the final iPhone again and it comes up at the hotel. And I'm like, what? dude, yeah, I swear I didn't make the, none of this is made up. So then pocket. it was under the bed. Oh. It was under the Why fucking bed. Why was it bed. pinging at someone's yeah. house? No idea. The phone got high. The oh. phone got fucking high from yeah. the dad, bro. I never did it again. That was the last time I spoke that much. Well. And, and and ever since then, you never smoked flour or nothing. Yeah, yeah. you had a bad experience. You, you, oh, That's not true. We were in Corpus, though. I did, I did hit like once or twice in Corpus, and that was... Oh, I don't recall people that. People in the Discord, Allegedly. make sure Rob comes to do weed next week. <laughs> He's done dabs, man. He could do this. I'm, I'm, really, bro, my question is, who was the big homie you were with? Who was the homie all, you were all with? All the jiu-jitsu guys? And, and who are you like, who was like you the closest with, like your boy? The, all the guys from the Jiu Jitsu podcast, they were all huge potheads. 
And nobody said, whoa, whoa, Rob, that's a dab, bro. That's the booger. They just said, take a small, they just said, take a small puff. You know, don't burn the whole fucking take nugget. Lord have mercy. <laughs> don't burn the whole fucking nugget. It's like, Lord have mercy. It was a bad mix. Well, well like nugget, Friday? when you say nugget, I think of flour. Yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, it literally, it's the booger, the, booger. the big ass booger. Like, you know, yeah. you don't have to smoke the whole thing when you put it in oh, there, no. right? Yeah, you just, mm. no, no. You don't need much at all. I really I don't even, to find I, out. I really don't even fuck with that. I might have did that shit maybe once. That was my once but, uh, as well. I mean, it, it was, I knew better. I was like, you knew better. Bit. Yeah, I knew. I knew to like, yeah, and I got tolerance. Yeah. The next Come week. on, dog. I didn't kick it with Be Real. Y- y'all ain't follow Be Real's um, Hot Box Show? classic episode, too. Chingo's How eyes, high was I, the bro? Chingo's eyes were the, the color of the flag right there. I was like this. <laughs> Real quick, we want to take time to shout out our sponsors. Shout out to, uh, man, These this is family, bro. This, these are the homies. Y'all know I still put out singles from time to time. I'm always complaining. I don't get in the studio enough. But when I do, and I want to release a hot track to all my listeners on Apple Music, Spotify, I gotta, I make sure I deal with my people. So South Music Distribution, you know, they handle all the digital. And uh, dude, they deal business to business. They deal with artists, you know, mainly. So it's not even really something that the average listener can really take advantage of per se. However, you can go on there and shop on their website. They got vinyl, uh, some classic titles and, and special releases and stuff like that. Follow them on Instagram, So South TX. But uh, even though they mainly deal with like global distribution of artists and, and things like that, um, they're like, hey, we want to show love to the podcast. We work with you already. We support what you do, support your voice and, um, you know, keep it going. So we appreciate the love. So South. Uh, make sure you follow them on Instagram. So South TX. And of course, hit up the website. So South.com. If you're an artist and you need services like marketing, consulting, they do all that too. Uh, they make sure they get all your royalties, all your publishing in more markets. They even submit your music for like movies, television, commercials, and media. Go get you, go get some more info right now. Hit up the website. So South.com. Um, Big friends of the podcast and big friends in real life. We do a lot of business together. And go stream my old catalog, all my old titles brought to you by So South. Get on Spotify, go on Apple Music, So South. Make sure all my music is everywhere when you're looking for it. Much love. Back to the show. I don't know how you made it through there and still like delivered. Well, they probably edited <laughs> the end where I was just like, oxygen. Like, are we done? Like, open the fucking door. They're like, whoa, 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 close the door. You still got, we got GoPros here. You got, we got to set it up. We're doing all the, like, yo, this is Chingo Bling and you're in, like, I'm like, I got to do end? all that. And oh, they're like, now God. we got to take pictures. First of all, shout out to Be Real, bro. This man blessed me. What uh, am I allowed to say? It's California. It's yeah. Bless me with a pound. My oh, G, damn. a fucking pound. You're like, what do I do with this? How long did that last year? You want to know what happened to that pound? <laughs> we were staying in that Airbnb the whole month in LA. And th- I was doing something every day when I was in LA. I mean, it was like, you on Big Boy's Morning Radio Show. Oh, you, yeah. You're doing this. you at rehearsals. you got an acting class. you got a show. you opening for Ethno Cable. You, oh, you at Burbank. Now you're at a Flappers Comedy Club. Boom, you're doing a spot over here. Oh, they just booked you. Somebody else want to pay you money. You're doing a casino now over here off the 10. Somebody else, oh, Ethno Cable, they want you to host two more shows. Boom, they send a check. So anyway, I got this pound of weed from B-Real that he just blessed me with. Just got off his show. That particular podcast interview was towards the end of the month. I wasn't finna finish that. That is the end of the teaser. All right. If you want the whole enchilada, the full shebang, 
that's strictly for the patrons. We're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows, all of the content, and all the premium exclusives. All right. See you there. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Sus.